The Cookie Thief, a poem. <laughs> a woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shops, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see the man sitting next to her, bold as can be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So she munched the cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I wasn't so nice, <clears throat> I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he would do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. <laughs> he offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and also he's rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank into her seat and then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair. The others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. All too often, in life, we misjudge the motives of others because we act on faulty assumptions, or we're missing an important detail, or we let our emotions blind us. In this week's Torah portion, we read about the wicked, or perhaps foolish, prophet Bil'am, who was hired by the evil, or maybe just fearful, King Balak. Bil'am was a non-Jewish prophet who was renowned for the power he supposedly had to issue blessings and curses that would indeed come true. King Balak saw the prophet as a secret weapon against the Jews and sent him to curse our ancestors as we wandered in the wilderness. The intended curses were famously transformed into blessings, most notably Matovu o halecha Yaakov. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel. But that is not the most interesting part of this story. On his way to defy God's instruction and curse the Israelites, Bilam is riding his donkey. Suddenly, the Torah reads, the donkey swerved from the road and went into the fields and Balaam beat the donkey to turn her back onto the road. But again, as soon as the loyal donkey was pointed back on the road and moving in the right direction, she 
pressed herself against the wall and squeezed Balaam's foot against the wall, and so he beat her again. At this narrow passageway, there was no room to swerve to the right or left, so the donkey lay down under Bilam, and Bilam was furious and beat the donkey with his stick. <clears throat> By the way, for those of you counting, that is three separate times that the faithful donkey stopped and refused to go on, and each time Bilam beat her. At that moment, the Torah continues, Adonai opened the donkey's mouth, and she said to Bilam, what have I done to you that you've beaten me these three times? Bilam said to the donkey, you have made a mockery of me. If I had a sword with me, I'd kill you. The donkey said to Bilam, look, I am the donkey that you have been riding all along until this very day. Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? And he answered, no. Then Adonai uncovered Bilam's eyes, and he saw an angel of God standing in the pathway, his sword drawn in his hand, and thereupon Bilam bowed right down to the ground. The angel of God said to him, why have you beaten your donkey these three times? It is I who came out as an adversary for you because your task is offensive to me. And when the donkey saw me, she veered away because of me those three times. If she had not veered away from me, you are the one I should have killed while sparing her. Bilam said to the angel of God, I erred because I did not know you were standing in my way. Yes, my friends, Bilam assumed the worst about his beloved donkey while she was only acting in his own interests to protect him from a danger that he was unable to see. Does anyone here have children? I know that your angelic children would never get mad at you for trying to protect them from dangers that they don't see. When I was a child, I certainly never got mad at my mom and pop. Did you? Well, sometimes we are the donkey and sometimes we are the cookie thief. As much as we assume the best of our own intentions, we sometimes ignore what should be obvious signals that something is not quite right. Too often our gut reaction is to assume, as Bilam did and as the cookie thief did, that the other person is trying to make a fool of us. It's often the case that we are simply missing out on some important information. It may not be an avenging angel swinging a sword in our path, but our loved ones often try to protect us from unseen harm. The Bilam story gives us a clue about what we should do, though. What does the donkey ask? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? When someone you know acts in an uncharacteristic way, sometimes your first reaction might be uh, frustration, confusion, or even anger. You might think to yourself, why is so-and-so standing in my path? Why are they taking my cookies? Anger is our emotional signal 
that something is not right. But it's not a very precise instrument. When you feel angry, your first question to yourself should be, where is this coming from? Who am I angry at and why? I guess that's three questions. Well, you might be inclined to express your discomfort at someone's change in behavior without finding out the underlying reason for the change. If someone reliably, if someone reliable suddenly lets you down, in the case of the donkey, literally, your first task, your first task should be to find out what it is they are going through. Same thing if someone suddenly snaps at you, or if someone talkative becomes too quiet, or someone cheerful becomes withdrawn. Instead of getting frustrated, get curious and use your natural human empathy. Bilam teaches us that we can often punish others when they let us down, when we would be better served to get the full story. In truth, we sometimes punish ourselves in the same way. You may be a generally reliable person, but you let someone down. You may be a calm person, but you snap out at someone. You may be a generous person, but all of a sudden you refuse to share your cookies. Ask yourself what the donkey asked. Have I been in the habit of doing this? If not, it's likely that there's an underlying reason for your change in behavior. Your first reaction might be to punish yourself for your, a failure, but instead you should open your eyes and examine your path. Are you hungry? Are you tired? Lonely? Are you in pain? Are you in pain because of something beyond your control? Are you anxious about something coming up? All of those are reasons that we may make uncharacteristic mistakes. Instead of beating yourself up about it like Bilam, show yourself a little love. Take a deep breath and maybe even give yourself a cookie. Shabbat Shalom.